Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, our guest today is uh, Evan Holofield. He is the he is the son of the great Evander Holofield and Young Holy, they call him, and he's part of a Jonathan Hawk documentary called Legacy in the Shadow of Greatness. And Evan is one of 11 children, and he's right in the middle uh, of them. He is a uh, he is a boxer like his dad, and he is getting a tremendous amount of attention, tremendous amount of hype, and uh, for good reason. He's very talented. Uh, he's very fast. He moves uh, unbelievably well, uh, and he's and boy, he's knocking people out at a, a at a great clip. I think six of his of his eight victories, he's eight no, are uh, are by knockouts. And, uh, and I'll tell you what. Um, a lot of one one sided fights. Uh, he he fights as either a light middleweight. We'll ask him, uh, or a super welterweight. And uh, either place, he looked comfortable to me on uh, on on different uh, you know on different footage. Uh, but anyway, he's um, uh, he is he is the son. He is the son of Evanda Holofield, and that always adds uh, you know a, a different dynamic two situations uh people will always be comparing evan to his dad and uh, you know that's a hard thing to uh, to live by you are, are, are talking about one of the greats in in boxing uh someone who who changed forever changed tyson mike tyson who was a savior for boxing um for uh, for so many different reasons and when he was fighting uh, Holofield, if you remember that that fight, uh, the infamous fight where he uh, he bit part of his ear off, he bit part of Evander Holofield's ear off, um, and, and it was really to, uh, to end the uh, end the fight. He knew he was losing, and you know I think we all watched. I loved Tyson, and you know I um I, I always watched uh, any Tyson fight. It was a big, huge event. And you know it was usually uh, with friends, and uh, and when when he was fighting, uh, you know, a couple of times a year or a few times a year, uh, it was uh, extremely exciting. And you know, HBO had a had a series and um, you know fight series that they were going to unify uh, the title, and, and you know, and it split up. It's I think Don King, you know, split it up because there's a lot more money to be had there. But when Tyson knocked out. Uh, Trevor Burbick, the late Trevor Burbick, who was holding one of the titles, I think it was the BC, WBC belt, uh, and Tyson knocked him silly. I mean, he just he just crushed him, and it was a um, uh, it, it was one of the most dynamic things you ever saw. So you know, Tyson went into uh, the the rest of his uh, next part of his career as being this unbeatable force. I remember Larry Merchant, who was one of the commentators uh, for, for boxing at the time. He was an HBO commentator. And, uh, and after, they, after Tyson tore apart uh, Michael Spinks, he said the, the person, the boxer that beats Mike Tyson, at this time he was undefeated, 
is some 12 year old in a gym right now and uh and you know doesn't you know isn't anywhere close to professional and that's how everybody thought and until buster douglas knocked him out and uh and out of shape and uh, a a highly distracted tyson got knocked out um you know, boxing was uh, was back on the map because of Tyson. Uh, Evander uh, Holyfield um, it went up in weight. I mean, he he started out as a much lighter fighter, and uh, and you know he uh, he he took Tyson apart, and he just out you know outboxed him, and he just uh, you know outreached him, and uh, and and it really wasn't a it wasn't a contest. And anyway, Evan Holyfield once again, the son of Evander Holyfield. Frank McKay here. Evan Holofield is our very special guest. Evan, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, listen, thrilled to have you. And are, are you in training for an upcoming fight? Yeah, I actually just got done. Um, just got finished with the session. Um, I still took a conditioning session. So I'm um, getting ready for a fight on May 14th in uh, Los Angeles on the Triller, Triller Fight Club, I believe. That's the name of it, Triller Fight Club. Are you ever in a situation where you're not in training? Are you just con- at this point in your career? Are you constantly in training? I mean, um, I'm blessed enough to not have, um, you know, any um, other side jobs or anything. So, you know, boxing is my main thing. And, um, you know, when I'm missing practice, it doesn't feel like uh, my day is um, complete without it. So I try to get into the gym at least one time um, every week. Uh, where were you most comfortable fighting? Uh, super welterweight, uh, light middleweight. Where, where do you where do you find yourself most comfortable at this point? Um, super welterweight. Um, you know, it's like one fifty four. But right now, we've been doing all the contracts around one one fifty two. So, um, you know, just cutting that extra two pounds really isn't that bad. I'm only losing like six pounds at a time, seven pounds at a time, just um, by staying in the gym and uh, really staying in shape because. Um, I feel like the, the disadvantage to um, cutting weight sometimes is just getting out of shape, being out of shape sometimes. So um, it's all good. Evan, what? And I'm sure you asked this quite a bit, but uh, it, differentiate between you and your dad. Uh, what, what different skill set do you have than your dad had, and 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 vice versa? What did he have that that you don't have? Uh, give us a difference between the two of your skill sets. You know, um, when we think about my dad, um, we think about all that we've seen and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, I'm only on my ninth five going on to my 10th. And um, I feel like I have a lot more shades in my game to show. Um, some of the similarities I have with my dad, you know, we both have really good feet. We both can move a lot. And um, I feel like the most similar version of my dad I am to probably right now in my career is probably um, the Olympic version of my dad. The one that was playing at 178. The one um, that moves a lot and, do, and that does a lot of combinations. But uh, I think that's what I do best. And um, I'm, really, I'm really just creative. I feel like I'm just a creative individual within my, uh, within my head. And I feel like that's, um, that's, what, that's the difference that makes me unique uh, rather than my dad. So, um, you know, like I said, with different, with different opportunities and different challenges come, um, you know, different shapes of the game. So we're going to have to see when that comes. Evan, other than your dad, who did you learn learn the most from about boxing? You know, I can say, well, it's actually boxing is an interesting sport. So, like, I can say, like, you know, I've been I've been boxing um, seriously since like the age of thirteen. But I can say I probably absorbed the most, or started to understand the most of boxing probably when I turned around like seventeen, eighteen. Now I just feel like um, a switch is kind of 
flipped in my head where I was able to understand more and um, able to um, understand the reason why I'd be throwing certain punches and doing um, certain things rather than just, you know, fighting all the time. So um, I could say Burt Wells. Burt Wells helped me a lot and just watching a whole lot of YouTube. I watched a whole lot of Pacquiao and watched a whole lot of interviews and stuff with him and, um, and his training. And that's kind of, um, you know, copied, copied what he did, you know, and trying to make it more so myself. I, I saw you knock out somebody in 16 seconds. I didn't even think it's possible to knock out somebody in. It was like 16 seconds of the of the first round, right? I mean, it was it's it just unbelievable. I, I let, let me ask you, who's out there that you like to watch now? You mentioned Pacquiao, but is there anybody uh, fighting currently that you you enjoy watching? Right now. I'm like I have a I have a couple I have a couple boxers. Uh, I'll be watching your Dennis Ugas right now. Earl Spence is you know always been a good fighter, but like Josh Taylor, um, he's a really good fighter to watch. And my other favorite boxer like that I actually like love watching. I've been watching since like Canelo and all of them. You know, besides Canelo is Roman Chocolatito, um Gonzalez. Like that's like really one of my favorite fighters. I feel like the smaller fighters have more skill. Than the, um, than the bigger power, um, than the bigger fighters because they rely on their power more so often. Let me just remind everyone, Evan Holofield is our very special guest, and uh, he's part of a docuseries uh, called Legacy in the Shadow of Greatness, and it is, uh, it's terrific. It's a must-watch, Discovery Plus. And, uh, and, and again, uh, this is a man who's, uh, uh, who's just so talented, and he's hungry, has been fighting serious, or taking boxing seriously since he's 13 years old. Evan Holyfield is our very special guest, and fighting as a super uh, welterweight. I, and what do you say, May 14th is your next fight? Yeah, May 14th is my next fight. Uh, now, uh, have, having said that, uh, when... When does it really come down to uh, to knowing exactly what you're g- walking in there against? I mean, do you have a good scouting report on him at this point, or uh, is there? Uh, I don't even know who your opponent is, but <clears throat> have you have you gotten to that point, or is uh, is it at this point mostly about you? When does it become a lot about the opponent? I mean, um, you know, they're sitting us the opponents and, um, and pretty much officially all that we're doing is, is um, taking a look at their, at their style and stuff like right now. But right now we're in the top 10, um, top 10 fights right now. So, like, you know, I just feel like each fight is about, you know, testing yourself and you just want to learn something from each and every fight so you can take it to the next one. So that way when you get to, like, those um, the championship fights or the fights that matter, you're not just so, un- so um, you're not just so unfamiliar with the territory or like, or like you've never been tested before. So I feel like that's an important uh, that's an important thing that you need to understand when you get in your fights and stuff like that. I feel like some fighters um, they just like going the easy route until they um, um, get their opportunity, and sometimes it just doesn't work out for for them that way because they haven't had um, enough experience or learned um, the certain aspects of the game that they need to you know get past some of the, some of the levels. Evan, I saw some of the uh, some of the reports about you meeting with Tyson, and one of the headlines is uh, uh, Evan Holofield gets tips from Tyson. Um, uh, just uh, just clarify for for those who you know don't know it firsthand. Uh, did what, was that an actual? Is that a real story? Did you get tips from Tyson? Was he giving you advice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, 
it was actually like one of my first fights when I was actually, you know, I had, um, yeah, it was actually my second fight, actually. It was my first fight coming back. I had my first boxing match when I was around eight years old. But the first time I, I chose to take boxing serious was around, I was like 13 or 14. So that first fight back, Mike Tyson, my dad, and all my family actually came. And, uh, you know, of course, Mike Tyson came and, uh, and gave me, um, you know, the, the advice I needed, you know, the, you know, because he wanted to help me and stuff like that. So, um, just grateful for, for someone like that to be there. And, um, you know, I wanted to um, help. I mean, Tyson is a student of the, uh, of the game. I mean, Coach D'Amato was, uh, was a master teacher. And, and by, you, by the way, your dad was trained by Duva, right? Lou Duva? Oh, yeah, yeah. When he, um, after the Olympics. Yeah. So, I mean, the, you know, the, there's a lot of, uh, you're talking about, uh, uh, lineage there. There's a lot of lineage going, uh, going forward. Uh, what, what was the, what was the thing, if anything, that, uh, that, that Mike Tyson said to you that really stands out to you the, to this day? Um, he had told me, you know, like after I won the fight, cause the fight was difficult and stuff like that. I'm not going to act like I blew the guy out the water or anything like that, but it was, it was definitely a testing fire, just like the, they call it the baptism of fire, um, for all the new fighters, um, for all the new fighters and stuff, because, you know, you learn so much, but once you get into the fight, you really don't use all of it, because, you know, it's so crazy, and, you know, your adrenaline's going, and stuff like that, but, um, I remember at the end of the fight, the number one thing he told me that really, uh, resonated with me was, he was like, hey, you won this fight because you, you fought through your emotions, even though it felt bad, you still, um, got the job done, and um, I felt like, you know, that was, um, you know, that's always been the name of the game ever since then. You know, it's just going against the things that make you feel uncomfortable. And that's just how life goes. And that's how the sport does. Uh, we, we have Evan uh, Holofield for a couple more minutes here. Uh, Legacy in the Shadow of Greatness. What can you tell us about the docuseries? Uh, is it something you enjoy making? Is it a distraction for you? Is it, um, is it enjoyable? Is it a learning experience? Uh, how is this, uh, uh, you know, how is this docuseries playing with you and, and with training at the same time? It's been good. Um, just really having the whole experience was absolutely um, a blessing. At first, it was kind of weird for me because, you know, you know who, who's, who's used to having cameras following them around, you know, at a, such a young age. I was like 21 when they first started. So, you know, not not really too many people, um, not, not too many people have, um, you know, are used to having cameras always around them. And I was one of those people. But um, I can honestly say throughout the whole three years, it was a great experience. And, um, they ultimately got me um, comfortable in front of the camera just by just creating the, um, the relationships with the directors and some of the cameramen and really made everything so much easier. And, then, um, you know, this experience really helped me going forward, you know, with this whole boxing thing. Because I know maybe one day when I, when I be fighting for the championship, the cameras will be around and uh, I won't be a, I won't be a shy. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, you, you just have everything, uh, that looks, and I, I'm a boxing fan. I'm certainly no expert, but I've been a boxing fan for a, a long time. I was a big fan of your dad's, and I, I think he's handled. I've met him several times, and uh, I, I think he's just a class act, and uh, and he he brought so much to the game. But and looking at you, I, I mean, you look like you you take it so seriously. Um, you're not taking anything for granted. You're not relying just on your talent. You seem like you're a student of the game. Uh, also, uh, what have you learned recently about yourself or about boxing that you think uh, that uh, that's a big advantage to you now knowing, you know, either through experience or just uh, or just uh, 
gain knowledge that you didn't have a couple of years ago? Um, you know, I remember when I first, you know, really started studying, or really not really studying, but like learning the most, building those Georgia muscles around like 2016. And the number one thing that I really started another since was coming to um, this new gym was, you know, there was a couple, um, you know, um, what do you say, um, not certified, but um, established. There was a couple established um, pro boxers or established um, highly ranked amateur fighters, and I got to, you know, to be around them all day and to sit around and, you know, see how they, how they you know, work the gym. And the number one thing I pulled from all of them is, um, you know, you don't, you don't really stay around to get ready and let yourself get out of shape because, you know, the more and more you take time off the sport, the harder it is to really come back and get that rhythm. So it's more so about, you know, staying ready and, um, you know, incorporating boxing into your life because um, by doing that, you know, you really um, keep yourself um, more healthier in the long run rather than just, um, you know, going that healthy and trying to get healthy all the time. It's just that right. Uh, Evan, I know people are waiting to talk to you, but uh, one more uh, quick point about the the film. Jonathan Hawk is the uh, is the filmmaker. I think he's won a, a eleven Emmys. I mean, the guy's an amazing um, uh, filmmaker. Uh, he's also following the the children of of Dwayne Wade and Randall Cunningham. Have you gotten uh, friendly with uh, with uh, with the 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 children of of uh, Dwayne Wade and and Randall? Um, or, or are these folks that you've known before? Did you get to know each other during the, the shoot? Uh, are you bonding with some of the other uh, co-stars of this? I really haven't had the chance to really have any um, conversations with any of the other people, but um, I've talked to Ashtai uh, maybe like a little bit, you know, but nothing, nothing serious. And I, I never got the chance to talk to Zaya away, but really just watching all the journeys through the show, they all seem pretty interesting and all seem uh, really determined and driven. Well, listen, congratulations on all your early success. Uh, listen, you're going to be the champ one day. I, I know that, and I, that's, I'm not the first to predict that, but, boy, boxing could use someone like you, and, and you've got a lot of class, and you've got a lot of style, and you're just loaded with talent and want to. Uh, thank you very much for being here. You want to give us a website or a social media site where people could follow along what you're doing, and, and also give us anything else that you want to, uh, want to add before we let you go. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, if you want to follow the career and stay tuned, uh, I got a Twitter. It's called, um, Chief, Chief Holy. And I got, um, uh, Instagram and it's Evan Holy School. I mean, it's Evan Holyfield with an underscore at the very end. You know, you can't miss it. And, um, you know, I just want to thank y'all you guys for um, supporting me and following along. And I want to thank my partner, Georgia Hill Company, for, um, you know, keeping me going. Um, Thank you all, and I hope everybody has a great year, really. Yeah. You know? Well, listen, we, we hope you have a great May 14th. We'll all be cheering for you, and we'll be watching you uh, as as you, you develop. You're doing great, and uh, thank you very much for being here. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Evan Holyfield, everyone, has been our very special guest. Young Holy, they call him, and... Legacy in the Shadow of Greatness is the name of the uh, the, the documentary, and it's a six-parter. You can see it on on uh, Discovery Plus. And uh, again, the great Jonathan Hawk is uh, is the filmmaker, and uh, I think he's got 11, 11 Emmy awards. I mean, just think of that, eleven Emmy awards. And uh, you know, Evan is uh, is really uh, if you want to watch talent. 
in in, uh, in progress. It's real easy to get him on YouTube. You can see him. He was born in Atlanta. Uh, we all know that uh, Avanda Holyfield and uh, calls Atlanta home, or did call Atlanta home, and uh, middle child of eleven total uh, total kids. And what a uh, you know really what a future he has. And everyone, check out the uh, check out the series. Uh, and especially for Evan Holyfield. We'll be back right after this.